Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Free Kick, the soccer show about gambling. I'm Martino Puccio, Gio Cozzolino alongside me, and it's international break, but don't worry, we're going to be getting into a bunch of different soccer scores and matchups throughout this episode. Starting off, we're going to be keeping it on the Champions League, not to international break right away. Group H, Gio. Now, we have Ajax, Chelsea giving us some of the best matches within the group stage. Valencia is lurking a little bit in the background. We're going to be talking about who has the best odds to win this group since it's so tight-knit. I think it can go either way. We know there's just two match days left after Chelsea and Ajax have finished off uh, facing each other. Um, this first matchup, it was a back and forth with Ajax. Uh, at Ajax, um, Chelsea really just stayed in the whole game. They eventually stole the three points with Mishi Baswahi getting the final goal there. And then, man, that was the craziest game of the season when it was 4-4 uh, at Stamford Bridge. I mean, what have you seen from both teams in this group right now? Chelsea's the favorite at the point at plus 100. Ajax is lurking there as well, plus 125. And then there's Valencia, plus 300. Um, who would you like in this? No matter what, you're getting plus money. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm going to go with Chelsea if I had to pick one of the three. Uh, they're all, like you said, tightly knit right now. But I think Chelsea has something about them uh, since Lampard has come on. We all had doubts, or a lot of people had doubts. He's a first-year manager. What's he going to do with a top-flight league, a club in the top-flight league like a Premier League? And he's done really well. I think he's instilled a lot of confidence in the young guys. I mean, you have Reese James, who had a big goal in the Champions League. Uh, Pulisic is finally getting his minutes now and doing well. You have Tam Abraham succeeding up front. There's so many different names, and I think that they finally went with the youth movement instead of having all these transfers. So those players, they were loaning out and whatnot. They, had, they finally brought them to the team. I think that I have a little edge with them. They haven't lost uh, since October 30th in the Carabao Cup. They've won nine of their last 11 games. They're really hot. They're tied with Leicester in the Premier League right now. And in the Champions League, they got two big results, probably against the most uh, difficult team in the group with them, Ajax. I think Valencia, like we were mentioning before, uh, me and you talking, I think they're a little bit more of a dark horse, not really going to compete for the top spot. But Chelsea got two results against Ajax, a win and a draw in a 4-4 game that was really crazy. So if you want value, and I think they, the odds are going up a little bit even more. The last time I saw it was like plus 115 for Chelsea. And I think you want to go with Chelsea. I think everything is moving in their direction. They got some good results. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to disagree when you bring up those points because no one really saw this coming from Chelsea, right? They kind of remind you a little bit of Ajax last year. We know they had the transfer van this past summer. They weren't really able to add anybody to this team. But the way Jorginho has really stepped up, he was a player that received a ton of criticism uh, through his first season with Chelsea coming from Napoli, obviously. Um, I think him stepping up, he's such a cool, calm, collected penalty taker as well. I mean, everywhere you look at this Chelsea squad, everyone's stepping up. And Kurt Zuma, by the way, that run he had from the box all the way up to goal would have been goal of the season there to go along with the game of the season. I don't know, but I'm going to personally lean Ajax, certainly, certainly because of the money and the value at plus 125 that they have. They're a cool, experienced team that... If it wasn't for one of the most unlucky finishes against Spurs last year, that team could have gone to the final. Hell, they could have even won it. Um, I think this is a great revenge game for them. Um, look, I, I definitely see Chelsea having an opportunity to win this group as well. But when you look at it, for me, I think Ajax, with all the players that they have, they've been there, they're battle-tested. 
And, and at a point, Chelsea's going to have to slow down, right? You you refer back to their road record. I mean, their overall record um, within the past 11 games. I just think this is an opportunity where Ajax is going to pounce on them and Chelsea's going to have a little bit of issues because they are younger as well and eventually those miles are going to be adding up. So I'm going to have Ajax. You're going to pick Chelsea here. But for as the whole competition now, we're going to get into the favorites for it. There's some really interesting odds so far. There hasn't been, in my opinion, a team that has solidified themselves as the best team in the Champions League so far. I think you'd lean towards Manchester City or Liverpool. They're at the two highest odds right now. Oddly enough, City's at plus 280. The next highest team is Liverpool at plus 600. I mean... I don't know about you, for a team like City, who has never been to a final in the first place, to be the odds-on high-up favorite like they are, especially against that game against Atalanta, for me, I love Liverpool here, plus 600. I think they got a really good shot at repeating again. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, and take your point with Liverpool. I'm not going to pick them personally, but I, I could see why you're moving there with plus 600. Listen, for me, 280 for Man City is a little bit too low. I mean, th- like you said, they haven't really proved themselves in the Champions League yet. Mm-hmm. They've, they made a step last year and then lost dramatically. So, I mean, I don't want to go with that, especially because you can get a lot more value, like you were saying. Liverpool is plus 600. And Man City, also 280 is probably because of the group they're in. I mean, Atalanta is not experienced in, in the Champions League whatsoever. They're playing Shakhtar and Dinamo, so they, they have a favorable group for them. For me, I'm going to lean towards even more value with Juventus. I think they're plus 1,100. I mean, I know it's a first-year coach, Sadi, in the Champions League, who hasn't proven himself with Napoli in the Champions League. But Juventus still has Ronaldo, and even though Ronaldo hasn't, you know, been Ronaldo himself so far this season, that value of 1,100, they can go very far. They're still getting results. Look at the two past two games against Locomotive that they were stumbling upon and seemed like they were going to draw and always pulled out the win last minute, whether it was Costa. Dybala has been playing out of his mind since that whole controversy in the summer. So plus 1,100, you can make a lot of money if you go with that. And they have the players to do it. They have a solid defense still. I know Chiellini's out, but the defense has been okay. You know, DeLict had the experience with... Ajax last season, so it's not like he's never played in the Champions League. Delict went very far in the Champions League last season, and you still have Bonucci back there. Um, so I think I want to lean with Juventus, but I can definitely see your shot for Liverpool to repeat again, especially with the form in the Premier League. They have been a, a little bit rougher, conceding three to Salzburg, losing to Napoli. Um, but I can definitely see uh, Liverpool or Juventus. But for me, Juventus gives more value, and that's why I would choose them. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to argue because when you look at it, Juve is still the only team without in the top five leagues in Europe to lose a game yet. And we talk about how they're struggling like this, and it takes time for Sardi teams, obviously you know that as a Napoli fan, for his system to slowly start working. Last year at Chelsea, I think he kind of got a bad rep because he didn't have a full summer to work with the squad. And then what did he do? He ended up meeting all of his objectives. They're in first place in Serie A right now. I understand there's a little bit of a knock with Cristiano and that injury might have picked up over on the weekend. But look, they're in through the next round already. They don't really have to worry about these next two games. If you get to rest your guys, focus on Serie A, and try and winning that again, and then carrying it over. Like, look at these other teams here. PSG, City, Barcelona, Bayern. All these teams have controversies. They have issues going on. PSG, as we know, they always struggle in the Champions League. They're never able to get over the hump, whether it's injuries, whether it's choking, <laughs> an aggregate of 5-1 to one or whatever the hell it is. Bayern just fired Nico Kovac. Barcelona has been the most underwhelming team out of all of them, um, in my opinion. They're plus 700. Bayern, PSG, all these squads are ahead of Juve, as you mentioned. So if you want to get your best value possible, I think Juve is a really good shout. I think Liverpool, simply because they are battle-tested, 
They've been to the final two years in a row and they don't look like they're slowing down. They got a shot at the trouble for God's sake. That'll wrap up things for our Champions League talk. When we come back, we'll be talking with our friends from AccuScore to discuss some interesting games during the international break. Stay tuned. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew calls Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Free Kick. I'm Martino Puccio. Joining us this segment are our good friends from AccuScore. We've got a couple of games and questions to get through, so we're just going to jump right into it. Canada and the USA face off again. Last time we saw Canada beat the USA in a surprising upset 2 to nothing. What do you guys think about this game? Yeah, the last game um, between Canada and the USA was uh, quite a surprise, as um, previously Canada won... Uh, year 85 and um, that was uh, one of the great teams that they had because that also qualified to Mexico World Cup in 86 the lone appearance of Team Canada in, in World Cup 
But since then, USA has been undefeated in 17 games until the last game between these teams, like I said, ended up 2-0 for Canada. Um, it's a bit difficult to see that um, Canada will repeat this um, victory because um, based on AccuScore predictions, um, USA win probability is over 60% and um, draw a bit more than 20%, uh, Canada win probability is a bit less than 20%. So we are looking for quite a big surprise if um, Canada will take second in the row. Uh, US definitely needs win here because um, they are six points behind uh, Canada in in the table and um, if they lose Canada will will be number one for sure. Um, in more details when we check the lineups of course a lot of uh, MSL players in both sides and uh, and uh, US um, should improve the general track record what they have they haven't have any big wins um, in many many games few draws against U uh, Uruguay and uh, Chile but uh, that's about it and then big uh, scoring wins against um, lower tier teams like um, Panama for example so if they can uh, raise their game at least a little bit um, they should be able to use their home field advantage and um, ensure that uh, this uh, last game lost to Canada was um, one and only. Yeah, it's going to be a very important game for Team USA to say the least and especially Greg Berhalter. But in terms of scoring and the over, what do you like for this game? Do you see USA finally scoring a goal because they got shut out 2-0 last time? Do you think Canada is going to be able to score multiple goals this time around? Or is it going to be something similar like a 1-1 draw or a 1-0 loss going either way? Yes, um, that's a very good question, uh, Martino. When we check last four games, um, there has been only three goals overall. So a pair of 0-0 uh, uh, draws and then one 1-0 one victory for USA before the last game. And um, it would be quite a big surprise if there would be a lot of um, goals. Even though both teams have beaten Cuba with big numbers, uh, Cuba is still a bit um, different league um, compared to these teams and that's um, not what we are using as a benchmark here when we are analyzing this um, total line. The total line currently is available in very few places but uh, in those places it's 2.5 so it's um, very difficult to say if it goes over or under or if the line moves still to some direction. Most probably it will stay in 2.5 and uh, this um, is quite correct based on our simulations and um, analysis. Game outcome at the end 2-1, um, 1-0, 0 and um, like said in previously US is the big favorite here to win it so um, if they uh, get their ketchup bottle open I think it could be over but um, right now we don't see that as a big probability. 
All right, jumping into another matchup between Northern Ireland and the Netherlands. The Netherlands have scored 13 goals over their past four matches, even without a true number nine. Do you think the Netherlands have what it takes to get it over the number? Because they have a history of scoring a ton of goals. Like mentioned, the um, Netherlands have been able to score in every game very, very easily. And, and there are results like 4-2 um, against Germany, 4-0 against um, bit, um, low Estonia. But um, uh, this time uh, I think they won't change too much how they do it, even though they are uh, playing away in uh, Northern Ireland. Uh, their strategy is to attack and um, if they can score more than their opponent they are very happy so um, if um, they surrender one goal maybe even two goals but uh, score one more I think um, they they would be and they will be very happy for this result as uh, the win here would ensure that they would go to uh, Euro next summer and uh, Actually, it would be a very big surprise if um, Northern Ireland uh, would drop one of these uh, giants, Germany and uh, Netherlands, uh, from top two places that are qualifying to, to Euros. Um, actually, these teams have played in, in the past, and um, I think the last time Northern Ireland won was somewhere in the 60s. So, in every angle, from the current form, from the team strength, and from the historical track record, Combined with AccuScore predictions, uh, uh, Netherlands should win this. Although the Dutch have a fantastic attacking trident, they also have some of the best defensive players in the world, but they have yet to keep a clean sheet within their past four matchups. Do you envision a possible clean sheet this time heading in against Northern Ireland? Since the days of uh, Johan Cruyff in, in 70s, uh, Netherlands have been very attack-minded team. And um, even though their current manager, Mr. Kuhn, uh, was a well-known anchor for their national team defense in the 80s and 90s, uh, um, the track record of um, Netherlands in previous games uh, speaks that um, most probably they would go over. And um, Northern Ireland uh, is um, not so great um, home team like many other uh, UK teams are as um, they have won the games that they should win in uh, qualification but um, they lost both um, Germany and Netherlands and um, if they want to qualify for Euros they need to win at least one of these last games against these top giants or uh, win, draw could maybe do it but uh, it's very difficult to see that happening um, AccuScore predictions for this game uh, show 70% probability for Netherlands to win um, in Northern Ireland, um, draw around 22% and Northern Ireland have only 13% uh, probability to, to win the game. So I would say over and uh, Netherlands win even though there is not too much value for this one, but uh, if you see that uh, lines are increasing in the last few days before the game, I think that would be a good bet um, if the probability that um, sports bet bookies and, and sports or betting operators are offering is uh, far below 70%. 
All right, guys, thanks so much for the fantastic information. All of you followers can go on their website to go check out all the information that they have at AccuScore.com. Coming up next, we're going to be breaking down some of the better bets this coming week in terms of international break and some interesting title odds around Europe. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit guaranteedremovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538. Or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com if there is any negative information about you online. GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the internet. And GuaranteedRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money-upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Hello everybody and welcome back to the free kick. We're going to keep it rolling here with the international break. A couple of matchups we wanted to break down for you guys is Iceland versus Turkey and Italy versus Bosnia. First we're going to go with Iceland and Turkey. I think this matchup is so intriguing because these are two teams that are vying for a spot in the Euros for 2020. Um, let's, let's face it, Iceland was the absolute best surprise of Euro 2016. They just came out of nowhere for a nation that is so small. They had the biggest fight in them, obviously knocking off England, going very far in the tournament, but they're struggling a little bit right now. And this is a major matchup against Turkey. And Turkey's 
playing pretty well for the most part. They weren't there in 2016, but they're really vying for a spot right now. They're in the driver's seat for this. For this game, Turkey's the favorite, minus 140. The draw's at plus 270, and Iceland, money line, plus 400. I think this is a really interesting matchup, Gio. Would you lean Iceland here just because plus 400 seems like such a high number for a team that always gives a tough match for anybody they face? Yeah, absolutely. And they had a good result, obviously, uh, at home against um, Turkey for the first when they first met in this group. I, it's just hard for me to think Iceland will come out with the win. You're absolutely right. Plus 400 on FanDuel is a lot. It's a great value. And they have proven that they can be that you know kind of Cinderella-type team that gets these results. Um, but I feel like Turkey, like you mentioned before, is in the driver's seat, and they have to win this game because they're still tied with France. But they did get two major results against France. They beat France at home, and I think they tied them in France. So that's obviously huge in terms of who's going to come out with the top spot in this group. And I think Iceland at minus 140, I understand that, you know, it's not a plus 400 like Iceland. Plus, they are home, so Turkey obviously will be the favorite. But I would try to lean towards Turkey because I feel like if they if they know that they need to clinch this group or not clinch this group but put themselves in, in even more of a driver's seat for this group and they have to win this game. They have to get a result. Iceland has um, not been too great away from home, obviously against the kind of lesser teams like Moldova and things like that. They have gotten a result. But I kind of would lead towards Turkey. I think Turkey has, very, has been very impressive. They're, they look like a team who's united, whether it's for team reasons, political reasons, we don't know, but they're together. They're, and, and you know you can see the unity in the group, and I feel like they want to get this result, and that's how I see it at least. Yeah, I, I think this is a very difficult matchup to judge, but for me, I think I'm gonna actually take Iceland here. I know it's a little bit of a risk, but it's just something about Iceland. Every time they play in a game that you don't expect them to do well in, they step up, and you know what? I think at plus 400, that's just something I feel like I have to take within this. But I also wanted to talk about both teams to score. And now it's a yes for minus 110. I don't think either team has a fantastic defense. If I would have had to lean towards a defense that I like more, I think I would lean towards Iceland because they're a little bit more disciplined. But they're on the road in this. So I see this going in a way that both teams are going to be putting up uh, goals in this. But it's not going to be a high scoring affair. I could definitely see a 2-1 game that could go either way. It could go towards Turkey. It could go towards Iceland. For me, obviously, I'm going to be leaning towards Iceland just because I'm picking them there. But I think you can definitely like win this. I mean, minus 110, I, I know it's a, it's a minus number. But at the end of the day, when you can have two teams that aren't stout like that defensively, and especially when the better defensive teams on the road, I'm going to take that any day. Yeah, and I agree. I think that they're both going to score. I think they're both going to uh, at least notch one goal apiece. I do kind of lean the same way as you. Don't really see it going like, you know, an over three and a half or something like that. I think, you know, two and a half, three goals, like a 2-1 game like you mentioned, is probably something that is more safe than a high-scoring game. Iceland has scored, you know, over two and a half in four of their games, uh, total meaning with the other team, not just their team goals. Um, and, and I can see both going at it, especially in an all-out game because Iceland is also in third place right now. And, and obviously in the Euros, a third place team can uh, make it to the playoffs and somehow get in the tournament. And Iceland does have a nice point total, um, but they, they're gonna vie very hard for this match. They're gonna need to, to get some result, even if it's a draw for them. Um, like I said, I favor Turkey, but I can definitely see a both teams to score and a, a, you know, a two one. So over two and a half, I would definitely take that if you can get good odds for that. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally understand where you're coming from there. So look, 
Both teams to score, minus 110. I got Iceland plus 400. He thinks Turkey's going to edge it out. But moving on to another interesting matchup, Italy-Bosnia. As you know, we both know Italy very well. We also know Bosnia pretty well, um, as there's a few players on that team that do play in Serie A with Pjanic, Dzekos of the world. Um, they really played them tough last time these two met in the Euro qualifiers. At first, Bosnia hopped out in front, uh, and then Italy. There's something about them in this qualifier that sometimes they usually have a history of playing down to the level of some of the lesser teams that they face, but they've won every single match. They haven't lost in the Roberto Mancini era. Although he's called up a lot of younger players this time around since they're already through and in the tournament, do you see Italy possibly losing this game? It's away to Bosnia. It's plus money either way. Right now I have Italy plus 125. Bosnia is plus 200 money line. But then there is a draw at plus 270. Yeah, I think uh, Italy's... I would give Italy the edge, but I can definitely see a draw coming at something like uh, you know, a 1-1 game just because Italy, I think, still has enough defensively to be good. And you can get plus 260 for a draw on FanDuel, which is pretty good value. Um, and like you mentioned, it's the same thing for an Italy win on FanDuel, around 120 plus 120. I think Italy definitely has something to prove, though. I mean, um, like you said, they have more of the younger players coming up for this match, but I don't know when the last time Italy's finished perfect in, in a group war. You know, like you, like you mentioned, in these international games, they kind of play down to opposing teams that aren't that great. Um, but this time they've been perfect. I think they want to strive to remain perfect. I think they have a point to prove. They missed the last World Cup. Obviously, this is the Euro. Um, and in the last Euros, they did very well, though. But I think they want to keep proving that, you know, they're a nation that's on the resurgence. They're, they're back to being Italy. And, I, you know, I once we get to it in, in a future episode, I think they might even have... Uh, decent odds to win the whole thing. I know that seems a little bit crazy, but for for, for the Bosnia Italy game, I think you can get an Italy win um, at you know like a two one type thing. I think both teams might score though, um, just because I, I'm not sure Italy's that secure in the back with mm -hmm. who they're putting out there, especially with a Chiellini injury. You know, it's not the same stout defense that we've had. Yeah, it, it is a little iffy, right? Because we saw Romagnoli and Bonucci, I think it was the Armenia game, and they just looked very shaky at the back. There was a miscommunication. You wouldn't expect that from two guys who did play together at the club the level, right? Yeah. yeah, and they concede that goal, but a Cherby went in there, and a Cherby stepped it up, and you can argue he's been the best center back since Chiellini went down, right? Because Bonucci has this tendency to really slip up and make some errors. And, and when you play guys like Pjanic, who plays at Juventus with the Bonucci types, right? And Dzeko and, and too, who's been a proven goal scorer anywhere he's been. I think there's an opportunity for Bosnia to pounce. And now the spread here is also at half a goal. So if I'm gonna take Italy at plus 125, I think I'm gonna also take the spread at plus 125. I mean, why the hell not, right? If I'm picking them to win this game, I might as well pick them to win by a half a goal, right? Um, so look, I, I think also when, when you come across that some of the younger players are going to be playing for Italy, they're still vying for a spot to prove themselves as well, right? Because we have these guys that they're not a for sure thing. They're not a guarantee to make the squad come summertime because Chiellini is going to be coming back. You don't know who's going to be hitting their stride. Maybe Balotelli surprises somebody. Probably not. Um, but coming back to make the team there, I think the only guys that you could look forward to is Immobile, Belotti, Chiesa, Insigne, but the rest is really a toss-up when you're on the flanks, when you're up top, because again, 
Immobile is not a guy who has proven himself as a top goal scorer for Italy. We see what he does at club level, but it hasn't translated with Italy. Uh, like, what are you thinking here? Do you do you think about about the number? It's two and a half. I, I don't know if it'll get over that. Yeah, I'm not sure if it'll get over two and a half. I feel like there's a lot of areas where, like you said, positions haven't been, haven't been settled in terms mm-hmm. of at least Italy. We know who Bosnia has because you know the the talent level of Bosnia is just they they were still relying on more of their veteran guys. Mm-hmm. They're still relying on, like you mentioned, a Pjanic, like a Croatian. Type. Exactly. They have their guys and they stick with it until that cycle's over. Italy's trying to inter- introduce these new players. Um, and, and like you mentioned, a, a position for me that really stands out is, is the attack and more the striker position because we don't know if it's going to be Belotti who's been having a great season with Torino, you know, who isn't a great side in, in Italy, you know, but, they, mm-hmm. but he's been scoring goals, whether it's penalties, whether it's an open play, he's been scoring. And like you mentioned before, Immobile is a, is a, it's a type of player who has the talent. I mean, he's always up there for Capo Caniniere in, in Serie A, leading scorer for Serie A, but he goes to Italy and it's as if he forgets how to how to score goals and it's kind of sad to see that because he could have been you know one of the top prospects for Italy striker and it so far hasn't worked out but like you said who knows if a, if a, a Balotelli comes back in I think Insigne has a point to prove as well I'm not mm-hmm. sure whether he'll get called up or if he's in this squad is he playing uh he's not he's not going to be in this squad I, I think it's just a they're, they're leaving him out. I know El Shadoui is going to be in there. That's a guy who plays that position as well on the left flank, which is, again, that's another thing that's interesting about Mancini in Italy is that they don't usually call up all these young guys. That was the issue with Ventura on top of a multitude of things, um, is that he's bringing in a guy who doesn't play in Italy anymore in El Shadoui. know that he left, but I again, like you were saying, Insigne has something to prove. But there is a guy with El Sharbi who's playing well uh, abroad. And Insigne, and we know everything that's going on at Napoli, unfortunately, is I don't think he has solidified himself as well uh, amongst these other forwards. And that's why I think, again, back to the under and the over, is that I don't see that happening where this one's going to go over. Because even if they are playing well and Italy has played well, they aren't scoring a ton of goals. There's, they'll score a ton of goals against a team like San Marino, but I mean, everybody scores on San Marino. So if you don't score on them, then you got even bigger issues. But I mean, at the end of the day here, I, I think there's a lot of value within this game. And, and this is just our bread and butter here, right? I mean, you can't really blame us for not wanting to pick on this game. So I got Italy with the spread, plus 125. I have them plus 125 money line. I got them under two and a half goals. So what are you going to officially go with? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with under two and a half. I, I, I can agree with that. I know I mentioned before, if Italy mm-hmm. wins, I could see something like a 2-1. But I think most likely it'll be a very close game. I don't think Italy's going to go out there to play for a draw, I, but I don't think that they're going to be trying to concede goals. I think they're going to still put their A effort, like we mentioned plenty of times in the this, in this segment. Players have something to prove with Italy right now. Um, so I could definitely see it being, you know, a, either a 1-1 or like a 2-0, a very mm-hmm. close game. I'm going to go with under 2.5. Fando also has it at, at minus 114. So um, I can definitely see that number. And the more we talk about it, though, it's like I kind of want to lead towards a draw because I'm not sure with Italy's A-team not there, it's like what, what are they going to really mm-hmm. produce out on the field? Yeah. The outcome is, is not going to always be... Uh, what we've seen in the past, and uh, Bosnia is more desperate team as well. And absolutely, and and they're another team like Iceland who can get a third place spot yeah. if they win this game. 
um, or get a, a good result at this game and try to play, you know, push for a playoff spot. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm going to lean towards the draw with Fanduel. You can get a plus 260. Yeah. I think that's better value. Uh, and, and, you know, it means Italy wouldn't be perfect. They finally drop mm-hmm. a point, uh, a couple points, uh, but they would still be undefeated. I just can't see Italy loss, but I can see a draw at plus yeah. 260, and I'll go also with the under of under two and a half goals. See, he's not that biased. Neither am I. Maybe just a little bit. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about some league title odds around Europe. Reason number 12 why you should own a Thermospas hot tub? They require no attachment to your home's plumbing. Thanks to the Thermospas unique built-in thermofiltration system that filters the water an incredible 144 times a day, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Call to receive your free DVD videos and brochure and find out how you can own a Thermospas hot tub for only a few dollars a day. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon, including free delivery, free chemicals, and a cash discount. And with models starting at $4,995, there will never be a better time to own a Thermospas hot tub. So call now and ask about this limited time offer. Call Thermospas today at 800-625-4922 for your free DVD videos and brochure that's 800-625-4922 thermospots hot tubs designed to improve your life call 800-625-4922 today to take advantage of zero percent apr financing searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight join us in the heart of midtown at versa packed with good vibes great views and service unmatched fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue aside from our stellar dining menu tuesday through friday our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m to 8 p.m join us for non-stop fun on one of new york city's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us located at 215 west 35th street new york new york official partners of the new york knicks and the new york rangers when posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience, who's also fluent in Japanese. With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to PointsBet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's PointsBet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Free Kick. I know it's international break, and it's not too early to start talking about November title odds. Yeah, that's right, November title odds for some of the top leagues in Europe. At first, we're going to start with La Liga. Now, this is a really interesting one, right? 
Me, prior to the season, I jumped all over Atletico. I love some of the odds. I didn't think Real Madrid was that convincing, especially when they're transitioning from manager to manager. Jose Lopetecu, um, I mean, that was a disaster over the summer with Spain. And then he comes over here, and then, I mean, look, Zidane was back, and, and it just hasn't gone their way. Even Hazard has struggled out of the gate. I mean, Atletico at this point, they struggled that well. They haven't been able to integrate all these new players that they got into their team. Barcelona struggling. Somehow, they're still the favorite, as always. So we got them at Barcelona minus 220. Real Madrid's at plus 222. Atletico's at a very far distance, plus 2300. Do you see Real Madrid or Atletico Madrid at this point in time being able to pounce and win the title? For me personally, if we're going to have to pick between yeah. these t teams, I think I'm kind of leaning towards Real Madrid. I'm kind of going to throw mm -hmm. myself out there and go with that. They are a plus 220, like you mentioned. I think the thing is with Real Madrid is they have to pounce, like you mentioned, on Barcelona not really being Barcelona as mm -hmm. of yet, whether it's the tactics and their system not working. A lot of people want their coach out, uh, which I'm not. It's kind of premature. I mean, I know he's been there since last season, but they're still, like you mentioned, favorites with, at, at the top, at least right now. They are tied with Real. But I think with Real Madrid is even through all the struggles, you mentioned already, Hazard's not been at a Hazard at all. Jovic was signed for a big fee, hasn't really produced yeah. yet. Benzema looks like he's found himself again, and you know he was struggling very mightily last year without Ronaldo, but now he's been better again. We saw it in the Champions League against Galatasaray, which I know is you know Turk league. It's not um, the greatest opposition, but scored sure. a couple goals. Rodrigo's young. I feel like they still have what it takes to get it done. And if I want to be a little bit brave and go out with you know something that's not the favorite, because I, I personally at minus two twenty for Barcelona with the way they've been playing, they have Griezmann who hasn't really you know I don't think adjusted fully yet to the Barcelona life. It's just more like he's still finding himself. Messi hasn't gone there yet. He was also you know hampered with injuries at the beginning, so it's mm -hmm. taking him time. Uh, they have Suarez still, so it's not that the attacking power is not there. But I just feel like Real Madrid has you know. A slight edge right now at least because they haven't come fully together and they're still tied at 25 points at the top of the league with Atletico though it's just like plus 20 2300 is also a great value but it just seems like without Griezmann they've you know suffered yeah. a lot and they've kind of started falling a Jeff little Felix bit. didn't even make the jump that many thought he would yeah. I mean that's a really high fee I personally think losing Diego Godin is not it hasn't been as magnified as much as it should have, right? Because this, in my opinion, he's one of the best center backs this past generation. And to lose a guy like that, and then Lucas Hernandez as well going off to Bayern, I mean, they, these guys you just don't replace like that. And you just don't replace them right away. And I know I'm someone who took it and jumped on the odds because I thought they would be doing better than this. But, I mean, I understand where you're coming from with the struggling. And then again with Barcelona, back on that point. When you have them just like it feels like every game it's either messy or nothing, I think that's a very worrying sign because you do have Griezmann. Dembele hasn't really solidified himself as this guy to make the next leap. He's gotten these muscular injury issues all the time. He hasn't been consistent there, especially the fee that they had. And now it's coming out that they're going to have to potentially be selling guys because they're running at a loss at the moment. Um, Valverde's got so much pressure on him at this point. I don't think it really matters for them as much to win La Liga because they've done it so many times. And when Real Madrid wins three straight Champions League, they really widen that gap within, you know, the 13-5 to five Champions League now. And that's really all that matters. And the fact that they're play they played awful against Salvia Prague. Let let's call it for what it is, right? Their away match, they played better than they did at home. Their midfield, to me, is their biggest issue on top of the defense. It doesn't seem like they have a top center back that obviously they needed. They go out and get a guy like Griezmann. When they're midfield, they haven't done a great job of replacing the Xavi of the world. And I mean, that's easier said than done. 
But I mean, like, what are we doing here? To me, it, it just seems like it's messy or nothing. And for me, over the length of a season where you're playing in so many different competitions, I'm not going to take Barcelona. And especially at minus 220, I, I think I would rather go with Real Madrid because look at what the way they played at the Champions League. Look at the way Eden Hazard has been playing lately. That's something I like at that number. So you, t you tell me, I, I, I think if you're going to have to make a choice at this point, are you going to take Real Madrid at plus 220? I'm definitely taking Real Madrid at plus yeah. 220. I, I, yeah. For me, that's just... Real Madrid or nothing? Real Madrid or nothing. Yeah. Real Madrid yeah. or nothing. I think, I think I would take Real Madrid or nothing at this point because, I mean, Barcelona minus 220, I mean, th those are pretty high odds. And, and at the end of the day, I'm not confident in saying, as of today, that Barcelona will win La Liga. But who knows? They usually come out winning it anyways. Going to another league that usually has the same winner, and it's been the same winner for the past eight seasons. We go over to Serie A, Juventus, the main favorite here, minus 270, Inter plus 260, the main competitor here. Unfortunately for Yonapoli, they really have been fading because we know how badly they want to win the Scudetto. It's been one of their main goals. Inter came out firing on all cylinders this past season. At the start of the season in Serie A, their only loss coming to Juve at the San Siro, obviously. 2-1 to one loss there. Juve again, we discussed it earlier in the show. They're not playing that great, but somehow in typical Juve fashion this past decade, they just find a way to pick up three points, right? Do you have any inkling or any idea that Juve are going to slip up this time around? I know we, it's the same old story every time, and there's a different competitor, whether it's Roma, whether it's Napoli, but this time it's Inter plus 260. Would you want to jump on that? It's it's definitely you know mouthwatering to kind of get a plus odds, especially in Serie A, because you, you think about Serie A every single season, it's like Juventus or nothing, because you know that's what it's going to be. I mean, for me, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna lean personally towards Juventus at minus 270. It's a minus number. You're gonna have to bet a lot to to make your money back, make some profit. But how can you go against Juventus? It, it just seems like like you mentioned, the, the results are always there somehow. Uh, Inter has been on fire, only lost one game, and Juventus still one point above Inter. It's not like that they're, you know, they're miles above. There's... And Juve won the away leg uh, that they're going to be playing in the matchup, exactly. right? Because now Inter have to go all the way to Juve just to win and pick up three points. Exactly, and the results, I mean, whether they're pretty or not, we've seen that with Allegri and now Sarri. It's not that it's that much different they still are getting the results. And in football, that's really all that matters. We've seen Napoli in these past couple of years play pretty football, get some results against yeah. lesser teams, even though they, they choke sometimes, let's be honest. Um, and, and they still don't make it. They end the season 10 points, 5 points away. And Inter, like I said, they're only behind one. And I do give Inter credit because the Conte hiring was amazing. Whether you like him or not, whether he'll go at his players or not in public, that's a different story, but he will lead that team and get the most out of his players. Barella, like, what kind of a goal did he score in this past weekend? No, Barella's not yeah. a goal scorer. He's a, yeah. you know, he, he does what he has to do in the midfield, but he that finish. He's making Lukaku look great, which, yeah. I'll be fair, we said that. We said that Lukaku would come and, and have success, and he has. And whether he's not scoring or not, he's making chances. I mean, I've seen him create plenty of chances for this team. Uh, and I do think that Inter will challenge them to the end. Yeah. I don't think that this is an Inter of old where we, they have that hot first half, the, the game this past weekend, Inter of recent years lose. They that, don't pick up all Juve three game. points. That's a Juve exactly. type game. They, yeah. they, that's a Juve type game where it looks like they're going to tie or lose and then 10, 15 minutes yeah. and they win the game. Um, and Conte, I think, is a big part of that. I already mentioned that, but I don't see how you know they get to winter and then fade away. With this Conte and this team, uh, and plus they say they're going to invest in January yeah. to give him even more help because Sanchez was hurt and whatnot. They need some more fuel. 
how can they not challenge them all the way to the end? But I'm still going to go with Juventus. Yeah, see, the the thing for me personally when we're talking about the title odds and how Juve is just like eking out these wins and we're talking about it in the Champions League, they still haven't adjusted a Saudi system. And it, and it took a little bit of while at Napoli as well because I remember it clearly. He was a sexy hire coming out of Empoli. He was going to be playing some beautiful football and Napoli has some really talented players. But it took a little while. But once they started firing on all cylinders, I mean, all hell broke loose. Like, nobody could stop him. I know Juve won. But at the same time, with all the quality invested in this Juve team, it's kind of hard to say that you can't see them winning this simply because at the end of the day, they have pretty much the best player at almost every single position when you go down to it, right? I mean, the center back position, even if they lost Chiellini, which they struggled with at first, they'll look giving out handballs like it's candy, right? And they somehow managed to win the game. Perfect example again, over the weekend. They play terrible against Milan. They make a substitute where they bring Paolo Dabala off the bench, who you could argue has been the best player in Serie A this year, and he scores the match winner. There is something that is so valuable there. And because, again, you talk, you mentioned it with Inter. It's, it's the lack of being able to bring a guy like Dybala off the bench. There's a finite amount of teams in Europe and in the world that are able to bring a guy like that off the bench and pick up all three points. So that's why I think as of right now, I think it's a little too early to maybe jump on Inter. Say come January, they make a move for a guy like Vidal. They get a nice experience, good goal scorer up top to replace the Alexis Sanchez injury. I could definitely see a scenario in which Inter can do this, but for the time being, if Juve holds down the fort without Chiellini and they're picking up all these points with Ronaldo injury, I mean, how can you say Juve aren't going to win the league? It's going to be the same story. You just don't as well. go with a sexy pick right now. That's the thing. You, okay. Right now, in this mm-hmm. moment in time, you don't want to go for Inter. It's just be, like you mentioned. Give it a couple months, see where yeah. they're at. But right now, you got to play it safe. And like you mentioned, Ronaldo's not at his best. Kind of, he might be injured. Maybe yeah. who knows? He might be out for a while. But Dybala stepped up. So right now, you stick with yeah. Juventus. And that's all that matters. That's what champions do. And speaking of more champions in another league in which the team always wins all the time, it seems like, is Bundesliga and Bayern Munich. I mean, Bayern Munich, they just sacked Niko Kovac. They've been struggling. And again, I've mentioned this before, and people I've talked to, and if you follow me on Twitter, I mentioned that Bayern still, despite all of this, and even that amazing win against Spurs, which we talked about, they haven't played that great. They've struggled a lot in Bundesliga, but somehow they look like they're in prime position to win Bundesliga again. And they're minus 290. Dortmund's lurking. I, I think I really like Dortmund a lot. They played over the weekend. I, I think Jordan Sancho hasn't played as well as many would have liked him to. I think they did a really good job of replacing Christian Pulisic and reinvesting some of that money. But plus 500? I like this one out of all the teams that we've discussed and all the league title odds. I know it's Bayern. I know I'm probably getting into the sexy pick that you said to stay away from in Italy. But plus 500 for me and a team that's in flux like Bayern that doesn't even know who their manager is going to be. The rumor is Arsene Wenger. Who knows what he's going to be able to do there. I mean, what are you thinking? Do you see it potentially being a season in which Bayern drops the league? Uh, it's so tough, man. I mean, if you even look at the league now, it's Bayern is not even in second. It's like Leipzig and Mönchengladbach. It's yeah. like there's teams that are are hovering around there right now uh, with Mönchengladbach having 25 points, Bayern at 21. You have Dortmund at 19. I can definitely see the value where it comes in at plus 500. 
they have the quality, no doubt. Like you mentioned, Byron, I think their defense is just not the defense of old. You know, first mm -hmm. of all, uh, Boateng hasn't looked amazing, and and got rid of Hummels. And Hummels is gone, and you have Sula, who's a great player, by the way, Nicholas Sula. Yeah. But he's still Serge you know, Gnabry's been their best. Exactly, Gnabry's been a great attacker as well, yeah. um, and going moving up forward and doing what he has to do on the right side of the field, but. I guess I'm the Debbie Downer of the show, and maybe you guys will come to realize that as we move on. But I'm going to stick with uh, Byron at, at minus 290 just because Lewandowski is on fire. I mean, this guy's scoring pretty he's much every He's been the best player in Europe in, my, in this season, in my he's opinion. He's going to total, you know, 40s, 50s, who knows. The guy's scoring like a machine, literally yeah. a, a robot. So he's kind of replicating what we've seen from Ronaldo and Messi mm -hmm. over the past couple of years, and he's back to that form now. So with that, and, and I understand their defense might not be great. They're going to concede. Sure. But the firepower is there. So I think you got to go with Bayern and play it safe. All right. I understand you want to play it safe here. But what about Leipzig? I know they're lurking a little bit. Timo Werner, he's probably going to get poached by Bayern like everybody does. Plus 850. I mean, I mean, this is a little, I mean, this is very risky. But at the end, it, I mean, Bundesliga has been very close. Do you, do you see a scenario? I mean, they're at 21 points right now with Bayern, so it's not like, you know, it's totally out of the question that they keep playing well. Like you mentioned, Werner's a pretty good goal scorer in Germany as well, but we'll probably get poached, like you mentioned, uh, to Bayern, just like it seems like everyone else does. But I, 850 plus 850 is mouthwatering, don't get me yeah. wrong. It's a nice, nice value, but I just don't think there's enough there over the course of a season. Mm -hmm. Top four for that league, sure. But I think you still want to stay safe. I, I, I don't see them, you know, staying uh, in contention really for the race. All right, Gio's not going to have that much fun. He's only really going to be taking Real Madrid plus 220 like myself. In Italy, we're not having any fun at all, only because we're not Juve fans as well. Um, he's we're both taking Juve here. Sorry, Inter fans. That's not going to work out right now. For Germany, he's not going to have any fun there as well. He's going to be taking Bayern again. But I'm going to go with it and have a little bit of fun. Throw, like, you know, a few bucks on Dortmund, plus 500. Why not? But when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the best bets for the rest of the week. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare Exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N O W 800 804 7060. 800 804 7060. 800 804 7060. That's 800 804 7060. Reason number 12 why you should own a Thermospas hot tub? They require no attachment to your home's plumbing. Thanks to the Thermospas unique built-in thermofiltration system that filters the water an incredible 144 times a day, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. 
Call to receive your free DVD videos and brochure and find out how you can own a Thermospas hot tub for only a few dollars a day. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon, including free delivery, free chemicals, and a cash discount. And with models starting at $4,995, there will never be a better time to own a Thermospas hot tub. So call now and ask about this limited time offer. Call Thermospas today at 800-625-4922 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-625-4922. Thermospas, hot tubs designed to improve your life. Call 800-625-4922 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. floor liners. You probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Free Kick. Martino Puccio, Gio Cozzolino here to wrap up the show. We're going to get into an interesting prop player future prop for the Premier League top goal scorer. We got Jamie Vardy plus 380, Sergio Aguero plus 380, Tammy Abraham plus 650. We got Aubameyang, Harry Kane, and Mohamed Salah all rolling in at plus 750. Gio, who do you like out of this group? It really seems like you could play it safe with Vardy and Aguero and win some good money here. Yeah, you think of the Premier League and you, you think to yourself, play it safe with Vardy, but this year he's been on fire with 11 goals. Tammy's right behind him with 10, I believe, but I still uh, think that you know there's too many goal scorers on some of these teams for for them to really uh, you know get hit that value of you know hitting the most goals in the league because they Chelsea has a couple guys they have Pulisic who's who's doing well now they have Mason Mount as well mm -hmm. Tonham Son is still good Kane Ali's uh, Deli Ali once he's you know fully healthy he's been playing but just he's still getting into the swing of things. Salah, like you mentioned, Liverpool is kind of, you know, there's a lot of goal scorers, even Man City. So with Vardy, it's like, besides him up front, the midfielders are feeding him. He's the way to go, I think. Yeah, I, you're right, because Leicester does play through Vardy, and I think he's the most concrete one. Again, when you look at City and all these other top teams here, there's so many other options. With Leicester, I mean, he's the main guy. And again, to reference back to Chelsea, their penalty taker is Jorginho. He's a midfielder. So, so again, if Chelsea are winning penalties, you're not going to see those go to Tammy. Tammy's also the most unproven guy that we mentioned out of this list, and I don't think it's that safe to take him. I know plus 650, it's it's whatever at that point, but at the end of the day, I don't feel safe there. I feel more safe with taking guys that are plus 750, a Mo Salah, a Boomiang, and Kane. I think if I were to pick one of those two guys, I would rather lean towards Kane and Salah because who knows, maybe Nicolas Pepe starts catching fire. You know you have Lacazette there at Arsenal. I mean, who knows how much longer Unai Embry is even going to last there. So, so with that, I think it's just a little bit safer 
to play with the plus 750 guys opposed to the Tammy Abraham plus 650. But if you were to had to choose at the end here, who would you pick? Yeah, Vardy at plus 380. You know, you're getting still good value. And like we mentioned, he's on fire. I think Lester has a great shot of finishing top four this season, if not top three or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, they've, they've been playing well. And with the, with uh, Rodgers in, in their system coaching them, I think Madison and Telemans have been pretty good feeding Vardy. And Vardy's the guy. He's their main yeah. guy, 380. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the safe pick as well. I'm going to go with Vardy because I think Raheem Sterling is so unbelievable that I think he's going to take away a lot from Aguero. And they might focus a little bit more on the Champions League now that they're further away from winning the Premier League title with the way Liverpool's been playing. But we both got Jamie Vardy plus 380. Hop on those odds. FanDuel has some great odds for you. But that'll do it for our show. Thank you so much for watching the free kick, and we'll see you next week.